I can't believe the amount of people who are into Trailblazers. They are. They're the that most- one guy was like, well, they went. They won 53 games in 2019. I'm like, yeah, well, they won 30 last year. What are you talking about? Yeah, they, they, he said 50, yeah, 53 games. Who cares? Like, what? That was two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, they won 53 games. <laughs> they barely got like playoffs a, last year. Yeah. They won one playoff series, right? No, they, they won one playoff game. No, no, no. Uh, two years ago. Remember, they beat the Thunder. Oh, Dame yeah. Lillard hit that buzzer beater. But the, didn't they get bounced the next round? I think so. Let me check. I don't think they've ever been in a conference finals. No, I know Dane's been in one. I thought. Maybe maybe it was that year they went to the conference finals. I remember. Let's see. Yeah, they went to the conference finals and got swept without Kevin Durant. The Warriors didn't have Durant. And swept right. them. That was what yeah, the Raptors won it all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they swept them. <laughs> uh, the Den- Denver... Denver took them to seven and Oklahoma city got one game off of them. And that was the, when, that was when Dame waved to Paul George. Yeah. Which I respect. Of course. Hey, it's a great meme. I'm a big fan. But aside from that. Welcome back. This is episode four. Is it episode four? It is episode four. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I I, I, after episode one, I was like, "That's it. Like, we're getting shut down." After episode two, I was like, "We're going to get us canceled. No more Twitter internet access at all." CEO Joe just must not listen because he does not care what we are saying on this podcast. It, yeah, we've had some takes, especially I know some of the TikTok videos they've that have been out there have been great. It was like Big Sky. I don't know if you watched that hit new show on ABC. It was really uh, very hyped up, and we've been planning this podcast just like that for a long time. First episode hits, and you're like, oh, I don't know. Is it going to survive? And then right at the end, you're like, wow, that was fantastic. And then there they kept going. They had, I think they had four or five episodes just like we're at. And then got renewed and got like 16 more episodes. So cheers to that. Hopefully we're on that same path as well. And uh, kind of following the arc of the NBA. Things are really starting to heat up. Yeah. I mean, after we went from slandering Paul George, which I I always love, to slandering Giannis, which he must have heard because he's been playing very well after that, mm-hmm. to slandering Rudy Gobert, who, again, fuck that guy. So... <laughs> Who will get the wrath of, of our podcast tonight? We'll Yet see. to be seen. <laughs> but uh, to, to, to start, do you want to get into guys who are deserving of praise this week? I don't. I mean, that's a weird topic for this podcast, but I I, I think we should. It's been kind of a storyline this past week. Um, so first, because it's not really a hot take for this. So first, Steph Curry won Western Conference Player of the Week. Um, the entire internet was talking a lot of shit and then he drops 62 and wins player of the week and is like yeah stop talking shit i love it yeah so we always do hot takes at the end of the episode and mm-hmm. hey maybe it's 2021 so we'll we'll 
be less negative. Maybe we'll turn a new leaf and be positive instead of slandering guys. Probably not. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it. Probably not. But our hot takes at the end. Can my hot take be Steph Curry is good at basketball? Because every time I go on the internet, it feels like people haven't figured that out yet. And I'm, I'm just very confused. <laughs> yeah, he's in year like 11. So I don't know why the two-time MVP, three-time NBA champion, we're just like, guy stinks. Like, I don't get it. Every year, there seems to be a knock on him that he has to, quote unquote, and I think this is what the talking heads said this week was, he has to solidify his legacy. No, <laughs> it's solidified. It's over. Listen. He's good. You just have to accept it. I'm sorry. I know he's not LeBron. I know he's not. But guess what? He's still good at basketball. Like, you have to wake up, brush your teeth in the morning, look in the mirror, and manifest and tell yourself Steph Curry is good at basketball. It's okay. You're going to survive this. I don't get why it's so hard, honestly. Like, I mean, you can't compare Steph to LeBron. They're first of all, they're just vastly different players, but LeBron, at worst, like at like a conservative opinion, is like the third best basketball player ever. So maybe mm-hmm. that's not the right guy to compare him to. I don't know. But Steph is really good. One other serious take that I always have with Steph and the Warriors is basketball. Look at the ratings when the Warriors were in their heyday, when they were became that evil. They went off from that. They they were the good guys. Everyone loved the, the the Splash Brothers and watching them play. They turned into the evil guys, especially when Kevin Durant got there. Right through that whole time, through that whole era, people were tuned in no matter what, whether you loved them or hated them. You tuned in. Now that they've kind of been fractured and they don't have clay this year and kevin durant left the ratings have gone down the longer the warriors haven't been that superpower i mean steph gets numbers baby i don't know like they need to put them if they need to be slightly better just so they can get more national tv games because the nba needs some revenue yeah honestly Either look, people, the, the NBA is literally going to have to start two new franchises to make up for their COVID losses because the Warriors decided to break up and get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> if the Warriors just stayed intact and that team was playing the Anthony Davis LeBron Lakers, we wouldn't have any of these problems. They no. would have recovered quite nicely. Trust me, ratings would not be in the tubes like they are. Can you imagine a like fully healthy clay thompson steph curry conference finals against lebron anthony davis oh my goodness i mean the internet w- would not survive we say this all the time would be insane imagine that game going to seven. Oh my god imagine lebron losing that series yeah i talk twitter, about they would jack would have to shut twitter about yeah genuinely every account right now eddie's account is suspended for some reason on twitter everyone's account would need to be suspended and you know how people have like game by game reactions where it's not even hot takes it's just like recency bias this is what i've seen recently this is what i'm going with perfect example the blazers beat the lakers in game one people thought the blazers are going to win the series they never lost again or they never won again i'm sorry and the lakers won the nba title right it's usually game by game in a series between the Warriors and this, the, the old Warriors and this year's Lakers team. It'd be quarter by quarter. Like it'd be the first quarter of game two when people would be talking about like Steph's legacy versus LeBron's and MJ's and everybody like that. Imagine in the playoffs, a like Clay Thompson, 20 point quarter 
is clay better than steph is steph holding yeah. clay back is this clay's team <laughs> i would lose my mind yes it, it would it would automatically be this whole time we thought clay was scotty pippen in reality he was michael jordan <laughs> Oh my God. I would live for a Clay Thompson 30 point quarter against the Lakers. That, that That's honestly, we're joking, but that's exactly what the NBA needs right now. I mean, I can't think of anything better in my, that on my birthday's Friday. That's what I'm asking for my birthday. Can we just please get Clay just healthy for one game just to drop 30 on the broad? Like he's just, just like in the corner. Don't play defense. Just stay over there. Pull up. Yeah. So like in Blue Mountain State at the end when they played the last game in the last season in that cornfield, just yeah. the two best teams just for pride, just did it in a cornfield. I think that would be the best. That's what it should be. Clay will be healthy once the NBA Finals are over. No matter who wins, the results, anything, Warriors and Lakers are playing a seven-game series. I don't want to hear anything about it. Mm-hmm. On, on on that LA fitness court that they always play on every summer. <laughs> no one's yeah. allowed in. It's just the Warriors <laughs> – I don't want to see Brian Windhorst there just riding LeBron's coattails. I just want those two teams locked in a gym and just the, the miss that would come out of that series would be fantastic. <laughs> exactly. You got hoodie mellow over there warming up too for the for next game. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, he's got next. The Blazers have next. <laughs> Blazers have next against whoever uh, uh, Clippers because fuck Paul George full circle, full, full circle. circle. There it is. <laughs> so, you might be sitting at home asking yourself, why are these guys talking about you know players of the week? Like it's such a meaningless award. Well, one is to praise stuff because he was getting slandered and we both like stuff. But the main reason there was some controversy with the Eastern Conference player of the week. Now, Aiden is a Sixers fan, and Tobias Harris, who had a great week, he won Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Aiden. Do you have any th- quick thoughts on uh, Tobias Harris? Well, talk about solidifying a legacy. That's one guy <laughs> yeah. who actually needs to do it, not Steph. No, but I, I am I'm all on board of the Tobias apology tour because the saying that oh, people always go back to in Philadelphia is, yeah, he's this great guy, but there's always that kind of but with his game. Yeah, he can give you 20 points, but... Mm-hmm. He's never been able to take that next step. He's a great scorer, but he's a great defender. No. Now this year they've been playing great defense and he has been part of that. And really what Ben and Joel have been lacking and what they've been attempting to find this entire time when they drafted Markel Fultz, when they traded for Jimmy Butler, all of these different moves that they made, they were trying to find that third guy, somebody who can score on the wing and take pressure off those two guys. So if Tobias can finally do that, I, I'd be really excited for him because he deserves it. And also we're giving him $180 million. So I kind of <laughs> really need you to do it. <laughs> it took him like three, four years on Philly to end up doing it, but he's finally contributing in a positive way. So that's always good for you guys. Now the controversy is Tobias had, I mean, like, like I said, he had a great week. Jalen Brown also really, really had a great week. So there was some talk on Twitter of did he get snubbed? Did Jason Tatum get snubbed? Do you have any thoughts on that before I dive in? I'm assuming Jalen Brown's stats are probably better when you say you're about to dive in. No, but here's here's <laughs> what I'll say. It's a narrative-driven league, which we've talked about before. The narrative this week is the Sixers are playing well, 
and Tobias has been playing like the bet. Well, Joel has also been playing really well, but yeah. Tobias looks like he's taking that next step. His best seasons were with Doc Rivers. It looks like we're on the way to repeating that. I think it's really just like a, a narrative thing. I, I have no knocks on Jalen Brown aside right. from the fact he plays for the Celtics, <laughs> which that's just rude. Um, so I'm just going to give you some stats from the four because Jalen played four games last week. Tobias played three. So a couple stats from what Jalen put up during those four games. Game one, 20 points on 50, 53% shooting and four steals. Game two, career high 42 points on 71% shooting, including seven from 10 from three. Game three, 25 points on 60% shooting with nine rebounds. Game four, 31 points on 81% shooting, five from eight from three. On the well, surface, think- I mean, that's that's player of the week on the surface, no? It is. I mean, now, to be fair, the 42 creates an outlier where if you take that one out, and I know this isn't fair because it's only four games, but the other ones, like Tobias had similar stats. I believe he was 24-plus points in all three of those games that he played last week. He had one 20-point game. No. Yeah. Are you sure? Hold on. Let me look this up. You know, I may be getting my stats wrong because I've looked at his last few games, and they might not be included in this player of the week. So I'm looking at my blog. So unless I blogged it incorrectly, he had one 20 point game. Now that could be true. I don't know how they're dictate. What is a week is probably the, the problem with it. So like, for instance, Tobias Harris, the other day, um, in the, in the first game of the home and home with the, with the Hornets, he had 24, nine, six and four steals. So that's probably not included in this player of the week, which is probably what I'm thinking of. So you are correct. It's right. just I'm thinking of a, a he to me he's player of the week and a half. <laughs> and that that might be right. But so it's Monday to Sunday for NBA Player of the Week. So gotcha. we're recording on Tuesday. So yesterday's game is what you're referring to, which happened on Monday. So that game doesn't go into consideration. Um, now, when I was doing this blog, I had full intentions of just slandering Tobias Harris and be like, obviously Jalen Brown should have been Player of the Week. If not Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. But then I did some research. Less research. I went on like basketball reference and like looked at some stats. I didn't really do that much research. That is research. That is that is the that is the common man's. If you are a twenty some basketball fan, when you say you did research, you went to basketball reference. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> it is. Yeah. When people, we'll just call it how it is because we're we're just too fans we don't pretend to be these x's and o analysts that some people do on twitter mm-hmm. when someone on twitter like that tells you they've done research newsflash they just went to basketball reference right and if they if they're like verified and say they did research they went to nba.com and just look at advanced stats same exactly. thing different website they're just giving um, the same metrics from the two same websites that are free on the internet so after looking at it and looking at some advanced stats, including the record. So Celtics went three and one. They blew out the Grizzlies, but without John Morant. And they lost to Detroit. They did beat them the next game, but they did lose to Detroit in a close one. Which, by the way, I watched that game. Celtics were down by like 20 the entire game. And then lost by like four. 
It's what, what happened with that. I, I, it's one of the most infuriating teams of all time. <laughs> Every single year, I'm just like, this team pisses me off like nobody's business. I can't stop watching, and they just keep making me mad. I don't even. I don't even want to talk about that game. I was gonna let you roll because I I, I, I can feel it coming. Oh, you will get plenty of time. It's only January. Trust me, we'll have plenty of rants to come. We're eight games in. I'm just pissed. <laughs> uh, okay, so Celtics went three and one. They lost to a bad team and they blew out an average team without their best player. So, like, I feel like that's kind of a wash, if not negative. Sixers went three and zero, so that's plus Sixers. If it's plus Sixers, it's plus Tobias. Tobias' lowest field goal percentage was fifty three percent, which is I mean, 10 points above league average. Uh, He averaged three for four from three, well above league average. And then when you look at the plus minus, Tobias's plus minus numbers were absolutely insane. And those aren't end all be all, but in association with the rest of the games, so, or rest of the stats, he went 21, 30, and 19 in those three games last week. Jalen Brown, and his 20-point game was a minus one. In his 42-point game was a tw- was a plus 22. In his 25-point game, which I believe was the loss, what he was a minus nine. And in the 31-point game, he was a plus one. That's why plus and minus can get tricky. It it doesn't always tell the whole story, but most times, if you're a good player, you're going to end up in the plus because you're on the court when the team is doing well. So I, I understand the metric, but it's there's there's other factors that could play in. Right. Now, the Tobias one, speaking of outliers, I'm assuming that plus 30 was when they just went to Orlando on New Year's Eve and just kicked the shit out of Orlando. That is one of my favorite Sixers games in a long, long time. As far as regular season games go, it's up there with when we beat the the Cavs to win our 13th straight game in 2017. It's up there with the Jimmy Butler buzzer beater over the Knicks when it was like a 16-point comeback. It was just great to just go and be like, all right, it's a holiday. I'm off work. I can have a few beers and watch my team just absolutely eviscerate, eviscerate, destroy <laughs> a pretty good Orlando Magic team. Yeah, never had a chance that was the game that was also when he had 30 yes. um and now i don't have the exact numbers here because i just didn't blog them because they i'm lazy the rebound and assist numbers heavily favored tobias as well heavily like Jalen, other than his the 25.9 rebound game he's around four or five in rebounds and assists for the most part Tobias is, I think his lowest game of those three was eight. I think he went eight, nine, 11. Mm-hmm. So his ass- rebounds and assists were both high. Uh, they had similar turnover numbers. So once you add all that up, plus it's, it's a meaningless award. I'm I'm coming around. I came full circle. Tobias Harris deserved the award. Hooray, we did it. <laughs> You're but willing to concede player tw- of the week. <laughs> listen, I'm fine with conceding player of the week. Twitter's not at all. Twitter does not look at reason. They don't look at stats. They say Jalen Brown had 20, 42, 25, and 31. That's player of the week regardless. A deep dive. I'm cool with Tobias getting it. Twitter deep dives into to logic and reason. Do not mix. No, they no are reason. two magnets that repel each other. It's just never going to happen. But no, good, good for Tobias because, like I said, 
two big things with him that have always been an issue. One, consistency from the three-point line. He's had that this year. He looks very confident in his shot. Two, he needed to be a better defender. He's been that so so far. And as a team, they've been really good defensively. That's where you're seeing those rebound numbers. When you play good defense, they miss a lot of shots. When they miss a lot of shots, you get a lot of rebounds. So there you go. I asked him. Great take. Sixers are doing very well this season. We are, I think they played seven games. They're playing their eighth game Wednesday when you're listening to this. Uh, Celtics are actually the only team to, to play eight games so far this year, which feels weird, but it is weird because you guys weren't even on opening night, correct? It, no, it we played the second night though. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. Well, yeah, but I and we played on Christmas. That might be it. Yeah. You guys had a, a bunch right there in a stack. So I guess that still. I don't know. You you guys skipped ahead somehow. Yeah, I mean, most teams are like six or seven, so it's not like a crazy high yeah. amount. But eight games, one being against the Bucks, one being against the Nets, not great for an early confidence boost for your team, but it's fine. Um, so I think we can put a put a you know wrap this all up, throw it the fuck away because I never want to talk about Player of the Week ever again. It probably will never come up on the show ever again, but it it was. A little bit eye-opening on both conferences this week. But let's stick with stats here. So you have done a few deep dives. And I know, I think you have a pretty good statistical kind of guessing game you want to play. I think now would be a good time since we just did the the side-by-side statistical comparison between Jalen Brown and Tobias Harris. Is that fair? That sounds perfect. So I have a few categories here. Nothing crazy. We're doing basics, you know, points per game, assist, rebounds, etc., and then once okay. we're done, I have just some because again, this is not a Celtics Sixers podcast, but you're a Celt or I'm a Celtics fan. You're a Sixers fan. So I just have a couple tidbits here at the end as well. We can touch on. Okay. Um, now, first, we're, we're going to do points per game first. Basically, I have the top 10 listed here. I want you to name someone. If you're right, I'll give you the points per game. If you're wrong, you get a strike. I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really think the rules too far out. Okay. Uh, how about how about this? If, if I get the three strikes, you just give me. You'll give me the rest of the list. So that it's like a point system. How many? Perfect. How many of the top ten can I get before I get three strikes? Perfect. And if you're listening, you can play along with us. Now I will say this: I made it so you had to play at least five games. So James Harden, he is the current points per game leader at 33. So that gives you a little bit of a hint too. James Harden is eliminated. He's only played four games. Ah, uh, that was going to be one of my guesses. <laughs> oh, okay. You got a point for that, but <laughs> all right, nice. <laughs> so we're we're gonna go two to eleven because okay. we're not counting James Harden. So who is your first guess? And I'll, I'll give you the ranking too. All right, so let's stick with some names that we've said so far. I think Jason Tatum is in this list. He did go off for forty last night, and any anyone who goes off early in the season is going to skew your points per game. Is he in the two through eleven? Jason Tatum is eleven. Wow. Oh, he's 11. Yep. Oh, wow. I am really skating on thin ice to start. <laughs> to be fair, he's tied for ninth, but it's 9, 10, 11. So technically he's 11, but he's tied for wow. nine. He's the last okay. person on this list. So 9, 10, 11 all are averaging the same amount? Yeah, it's 26.3. Okay. All right. Well, as I said, let's stick with names we've already touched on. Let's go with Steph Curry. I'm assuming a 60-point affair kind of skews you one in, a, in a positive manner. Yeah, 62 definitely helps. Seth Curry is uh, at 32 points per game right now, which without James Harden, he is number one. Okay, interesting. So we got well, the first I'll... and last right now. First and last, yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> Jeez. Quite the outliers here. 
So I, I've, I haven't made this easy on myself. I got to find <laughs> someone in the in the middle to get this median for us. Right. Uh, so let's let's go with. I, I feel like Giannis is up there. Giannis is tied with Tatum for twenty six point three. Okay, so he's one of those people in that yep. in that list. Yeah, so Giannis is technically, or he's listed on Basketball Reference as ninth. And just okay. so everyone is listening again. We're recording on Tuesday, so if any of these players played on Tuesday, these numbers aren't going to reflect their stats. Gotcha. All right. Now, I, as much as I want to say Embiid, he only had 15 points last night. I could see him being in that 26.3 range, but I don't think he quite makes the cut. Is so, Embiid your guess? No, I'm saying I don't think he would make that cut. So I'm not going to choose him. Okay. Was that a good okay or is that a bad okay? I don't know. I'm just I saying. Okay. Okay, I understand. Okay. I'm acknowledging you. How, how about the two that got traded for each other? I'll go Trey Young and I'll go Luke in it to see if I can get two, two for one. You get one. Oh, wow. So that's one yes, one strike. Trey Young has 28.6. So he is third on my list. Luca just missed it. He is 12th with, let's see, 25.8. So you have one wow. strike. You have four corrects, one strike. And I'll give you an extra hint. Joel Embiid is not on the list. He is 20th with 23.2. That's what I figured. He He's hovering above 20, but I don't think he would quite crack 26.3, especially because mm-hmm. he scored only 15 the other night. Now, let's go out to the West. Uh, is Devin Booker on the list? Devin Booker is not on the list. Hmm. And let me see if I can find him real quick, because he is not. This I'm surprises missing. me. Devin Booker is 30th. 21.1 so it's two strikes honestly though good for the suns to be five and two at time of recording this and their best player is 30th in the league in scoring you'd think they'd be up there because he was just going off like he was in the in the bubble right Uh, it kind of gives you an idea like this is a well-rounded team absolutely absolutely all right especially with chris paul too Mm -hmm. and one strike left you get it wrong Buzzer beater or no, uh, no buzzer beater, you lose, no OT, done game, blowout. How many do I have so far? So you have one, two, three. You have four right, so you have six to go. With one loss, one wrong answer available. Yikes! All right, let's go. Hmm, this is tough. This is really tough, honestly. Do you want the comments? No, I think I can guess. Is Kyrie in here? Kyrie is. He's 26.9. Okay, so, so he's, he's slightly above that 26.3 Yep. limit. Gotcha. Okay. There is Let's one more see. guy at 26.3. Yeah, that's. I keep going back to that. I probably shouldn't do it. I should just guess instead of trying You're to figure with out. Fire, trying to guess the guys at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a strange guess, and I, this will probably be my third strike. Okay. This is probably a dumb thing to do. Terry Rozier. <laughs> I like the idea. Uh, no, you're wrong. <sighs> Terry Rozier is 28th, so just above Devin Booker. So here's he. I know he had 50. Correct me if I'm wrong. He had 51 in Game One. I'm, I was trying to think of things that would skew the list. So I thought that Terry going off for 50 would skew it a little bit. Uh, I believe he had 50. I just can't find the game. I, I think it was the first game of the season. Right. I here we go. He had 42 in game one and then 35 two games ago. But everything else has been in the teens, including a 
six point game to Memphis and a 12 point game to Philly. That's uh, the uh, the Ben Simmons correctional facility that you're everyone's in lockdown in. To so, be fair, on the second, he had 35 against Philly. So, yeah, so that, that's what I was thinking. I, I know he had a few high games, and I was trying to think of things to skew it. So uh, that is three strikes for me. I will take the rest of the list. Well, am I going to be embarrassed with myself? I think you're going to be. Well, okay. There's a couple in here that are like, whoa, really? So that's uh, what Curry's at one. You got that. Beal is at two with 30.6. I feel like Beal is an obvious. I feel like you should have got Beal. I forget Fred. the Wizards exist. Can I just say that? I just don't care about the Wizards. No, that's I, good... I didn't guess him or Russ, who I'm sure is probably up there as well. Because I just don't care about them. I know that's harsh. I just, they don't exist to me. Uh, so I am at 70 right now, and I don't see Russ's name. In points per game? Well, yeah, yeah, I do not see Russ's name. I, mean, I can look oh. it up just to see exactly what it is real quick. I know he keeps getting triple doubles, but he's only getting like 20 or so points. Yeah. Well, he's historically the worst three-point shooter in the NBA history. So he's averaging twenty point six. So he's six points per game behind this list. That's fair. All right, uh, Bradley Beal's a good one. It's just uh, it would make me respect the Warriors or the Wizards. <laughs> uh, and then Trey, you got Trey at twenty-eight point six. KD twenty-eight point two. See, I got I got messed up because I know he's out. They rested him before. I honestly, I'm shocked that he made this the cut for five five games played. He's played six. Okay, he's missing tonight, which is the Nets' eighth game. So he missed one earlier. Missing tonight, some two missed games for KD, but he did make the cut. The only person who didn't make the cut in that top ten is James Harden. This is James Harden, gotcha. Okay. Uh, which, in your defense, you did guess him. Okay. Uh, CJ McCollum is next at 28. He was my guess after Terry Rozier. <laughs> uh, Jalen Brown at 26.9, which I thought because you kept saying, let's talk, talk about who we've been talking about. I was like, okay, he's going Jalen Brown, obviously. And you just never went to him. <laughs> hilarious is you gave me his stats for a week straight. So I knew <laughs> he, he scored more than 26 points because you literally told me two minutes ago what his stat lines were for four games straight they were all over 26 points except for i think one of them right. and i did not guess him and then so then you have Kyrie, Giannis, and then the last person is dame okay so dame Giannis, and tatum are all tied at the bottom of the list so i mean you know you got you got five of the first 11 if i'm giving you james harden that's not terrible i don't think that's bad well, I probably shouldn't have guessed Terry Rozier. Uh, just that was, that was weird. Some of these guards that you named. But I was just trying to think early in the season, things can get skewed by one or two big games. But, you know, you, you literally read off Jalen Brown's stats. For me. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. <laughs> my favorite part was just like, okay, so I want to think about people we were just talking about. And we literally just talked about Jalen Brown. I was like, you have it. You have it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, that's uh, points per game, assists per game. We're not going to do 10. This is just the top five. Okay. This is going to be a lot harder for me. Same thing. I'm taking James Harden away because he only played four games, um, which isn't really fair because he is the second overall right now, but I never said the game was fair. So I'm doing one and then three, four, five, six. Yeah. And six, I have two names down just because they're tied. So six okay. and seven are tied. So I wrote two names down. Um, okay. Let's do same thing. This is, Top five ish. 
you get we'll say two wrong this time okay uh how about russ westbrook russ is not on there he has a triple double every night and he's not top six in, in assists i'm just telling you what the, the stats are telling me man i might go zero for two then because i was sure that that was just an easy one that was like a layup I'm going to get you to keep thinking. I'm going to grab Russ's stats again. I just put him away. Wow. I, woof. I clearly am, am off in the assist per game. I can't believe that Russ isn't up there, but I feel like everyone else probably would have guessed Russ with me. All right. So hold on. This, the list is giving me trouble. Okay. So I went to Russ's page. He's not on the overall list, but if you go look at his actual stats, he has 11.8, which would give him the second most in the league. So I will give you that point. It's, I, I don't know why it's not on the list, but it's not there. So you get the point. Okay. So sure. he have it. Uh, so Russ, so. there's one Russ, James Harden. James Harden had 10.8. Russ had 11.8. Okay. All right. You want me to guess my next one? Yeah, you got that one right. I'm going to guess... Chris Paul with the Suns. Yep, Chris Paul is fourth on my list with 8.3. So that's fourth, including Russ. All right, I'm going to go back to the well. It didn't work for points per game, but is Luka up there in terms of assists? Luka is not. He's up to a rough start. He's ninth. Okay. I'm going to go usage on this one. Is Trey Young up there? Trey Young's two. Well, three now that Russ is on here with 9.1. All right. Uh, how many do we have left? Guess so three more. There is the number one person and then three more. But if you get one more, you're kind of right there because we added Russ. Okay. Hmm, let's think about this. Let's think. Jokic, his his usage, ah, would it be enough to crack this list? Huh. I really don't want to guess him. <laughs> I really don't want to guess Jokic. I know how much you hate the Nuggets. I uh, I don't hate them. I Which shout out to TikTok. I had Nuggets on my as my number two team. They were like, Nuggets are gonna miss the playoffs. I was like, oh, all right, guys. Well, that's a wild take. They went <laughs> I mean, to they just beat the Clippers in a seven game series last year. Man. They, I I was told on TikTok they got lucky that they weren't a first round X. I'm like, guys, they made it to the conference finals. I don't know. Yikes! Wow, what a take! I did not expect that. Jeez, it was like a couple people said that. That's interesting because I would not have guessed that at all. Um, let's see here. Who do, who else do we have? Who's good at basketball? Hmm. Should I go back to Kyrie? Should I just keep hitting the hot names? You can if you want. I will, I'll go with Kyrie. I think he, he's played well. Kyrie has played well. He is 18th on this list, though. Oof! Ouch! One oh, strike. I'm not guessing Terry Rozier again. I don't think Ben Simmons has he had a triple double the other night. I don't think that he quite would qualify. It's the same as Embiid. He's there, but he's not elite. Right. Um, I, I see what you're saying. Let's I want to acknowledge what you're saying and not give a hint. So I'm like trying to figure out what words to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. I'm I'm talking it through it. Don't worry. No, I'm mm-hmm. talking through it. Uh let's see. Who else do we have here? Who plays basketball? Not that many people. No, there's only 30 teams, so this is there's only so many guards that you could guess. Max of 15 guys per team. So if we want to be math guys, I'm not going to do it, but there's 
well, I'm someone can figure out 30 times 15, and it's clearly not me because I am mm-hmm. not good at statistics, as That's you can right. see. It's lower Let's 400, see. I think. Yeah. Let's, uh, who else do we got? Who's, who's on the basketball teams? Do you need a hint? I do need a hint. I need a okay. lifeline. So there is, if you're including the two guys who are tied, there are two on this list currently in the Eastern Conference and two in the Western Conference. Three of these guys were in the playoffs last season. It might be easier to find a guy who's not in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, all right. Two. Uh, I will guess. I'll guess Dame. No. Okay. Nope, Dame sucks. <laughs> I, I was not very confident in that answer. Dame is 19th. So that's your that's your second loss, which or incorrect answer. So you should have went with Jokic. Was he on there? Number one. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Jokic was number one. Kyle Lowry was on the list, and then LeBron and Julius Randle, favorite of this podcast after last week, he is on this list as well. So I would I have never got that Julius Randle on this list. Never thought that would happen. I would definitely have never gotten the Julius Randle one. The Jokic one, I literally guessed and then just wouldn't say. So, but yeah, that was good. I that, I think that was pretty good, right? Yeah, that was decent. I mean, you've got Russ and basketball reference doesn't even have Russ. So decent. Not bad. In the computer, huh? Um, I have rebounds. I, do, I feel like rebounds. Do you want to do rebounds or no? No, I think we're good. I think assists and points per game are a lot more fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll just run through it real quick. Uh, Andre Drummond at 14 point run. The French guy at 13.7. Joel at 12.3. Nice. Clint Capella at 12, and then Jonas Valanciunas at 11.7. Uh, I had some stats here for you just because we're we are homers. Embiid, six in blocks, and is at, and 20th in points. Uh Simmons is 12th in blocks. Seth Curry, 18th in field goal percentage, fourth in three-point percentage, and he hasn't missed a free throw yet. Knock on wood. It's just really nice. I, I tweeted this the other night, but it's just really nice that when Joel Embiid gets doubled now, he's kicking it to a Curry brother instead of a 33-year-old power forward. It's just so refreshing to watch. No, I agree. I mean, I I think I said this when the trade happened. I'm not sure. I don't think we said, talked about it on the pod, but I think Josh Richardson is the better player. I think Seth Curry works with that team much better than Josh Richardson does. Congrats to Daryl Morey for just like looking at this roster and in 20 minutes being like, all right, this is wrong. I'm going to fix it now. <laughs> I feel like you like I, I've been the entire last calendar year. I've been doing this for the 76ers. They wouldn't return my calls. The higher Daryl Morey and just like, yeah, I'll do what Eddie said to do. It just and just kind of common sense. We should probably get shooting in the year 2020, 2021. Huh? Like that. Al Horford isn't the guy. Shockingly, I know. Yeah. What? What a shock that the 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 monster lineup didn't work. (laughs) Everyone's going small. You guys are going to run four power forwards out there at once. Everybody zigged, we zagged right out of the playoffs. And then I do have a quick thing about the Celtics. Uh, Their duo, they are getting really high praise because uh, not in points per game, but for total points, they are both top five in. With the asterisks. They are the only two who have played eight games. So it's like, yeah, they're top five, but 
are they actually top five? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So that was like a little thing with the Celtics as well. But yeah, it seems like the Sixers, are they are they good? I think that they are. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know if they're good yet, but they're certainly more fun and more enjoyable to watch than, than last year. So I'm totally fine with where they're at. I'm enjoying the ride. I, do I think that they'll win a title this year? No, but they're an enjoyable team to watch. And I think the addition of Dwight Howard has been overlooked and very underrated. He's almost like the fun uncle on the bench who's also getting 13 rebounds every time he takes the floor. And it's yeah. the perfect backup for Joel Embiid at this point. So uh, I'm 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 so happy with where they're at, and who knows if they're good. We're seven games into the season. We're seven games into the season, but that might bring it up before. Do you have anything else, or should nope. we get into power rankings for no, our first time of the year? So I, I'm excited. Two weeks into the year, we're starting power rankings. This will be a, a reoccurring theme. We we don't have to do it every week, but let's mm-hmm. check in every once in a while and right. see what five teams are are pretty good. Now to start, let's do. These aren't the five teams that necessarily will win the NBA Finals. But these are the top five teams that have been playing well so far. The top five teams thus far. Not at the end, just thus far. Right. And before we give ours, I want to give the NBA's because the NBA comes out with theirs each week. Do that. So I want to I want to say what theirs is, and then we can you can go and then I'll go. Okay. Uh, so one, they have the Lakers, who the week prior were also one. Two, the 76ers, who the week prior were 15th. So a massive jump for the Sixers. Uh, the Clippers are three, which last week they were four. The Suns are now four. Last week they were eight. The Utah Jazz are five. Last week they were 12. And just because I'm a homer, the Celtics are six. Okay. So foreshadowing, we should get into ours because this is going to be very funny. I'll see if you can pick up a theme between what you just gave me what I'm about to say. So let's start. Would you like to go first? Or do you want me to go first? And we can uh, kind of snake draft it if you yeah, want. Yeah, we'll snake draft it. Okay, I'll go. Um, I agree with the NBA. I have the Lakers at one. I do have the Lakers at one as well. I find it impressive that they are coming off a title and just kind of half-assing it, and they're still five and two. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Um, I have the Clippers at two. I have the Sixers at two. They are six and one. This is a bit of a homer, but I have been very impressed with their defense and just the overall efficiency of the offense. It's hard to bet against six and one right now. I I agree with that take. I will say they haven't really played any type of competition yet, That's but true. they are six and one. Mm-hmm. My three, I have the Celtics at three. That's fair. We just talked about the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum duo and how well they've been playing. If they would have pulled off that comeback against Detroit when they were down 20, I think they'd be better off. And the other thing I want to say about the Sixers, because I'm going to get into my third team, and I was heavily about to put my third team at two. But okay. the reason I put the Sixers is because they're 6-0. and oh, The only game they lost, MB didn't play. So that's kind of what influenced me between my next pick, which was at three, I have the Clippers. So I think they have the biggest win of the year. They're five and two, and they had the opening night win against the Lakers at full strength. Yeah, I think, I mean, I have them at two, so I think the Clippers are good. Uh, they do have Paul George, which is a negative, but it is. They, and they do lost by 50 to the Mavs, but Kawhi wasn't playing. So I don't, 
I don't know. And then uh, they they did redeem themselves because they went out and, and did that to another opponent. I believe they beat the Trailblazers by 40. There have been a lot of lopsided games where, like we said, these dudes are just doing cardio at this point. So there's been right. a lot of lopsided games. So the, the Clippers did redeem themselves with a blowout. Uh, did you? I'm not sure. A little off topic, real quick. Did you see Devin Booker and Paul George got into it the other night? Yes, I did. Oh, it, it was uh, it was quite interesting. You can tell the respect level for Paul George is at an all time low in this all time low. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I I'll just say you said you're third, correct? Yeah, I said Celtics for three. Celtics over three. That's what I thought. I'll just say my fourth because it is the Suns. We we just okay. brought it up with Devin Booker going after Paul George, but I've been impressed. Paul George. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Definitely not. Come on. I have Paul on the brain. Chris Paul is doing what he does everywhere and making the team more efficient on offense. They are my fourth. Okay. I love that pick. I actually have the Sixers at four. I'll take it. Do you want me to do my five or you want to go five? Uh, I'll go five if you want. Okay. You can sure. you can do start and finish. I think that makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, did, I, have, I have the Pacers at five. Uh, again, Whoa. this is the team I'm, I'm looking at in the East. They are five and two as well. So they're slightly below. They're actually tied with the Orlando Magic for second best record in the East, which is interesting. Uh, Damana Savonis was the first player of the week before Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are now a player of the week podcast, apparently. <laughs> I hate uh, it here. And- <laughs> we just need something early in the season. It'll be player of the week, guys. But no, this is the team I said. Let's keep an eye on them, see if they can make that jump to the fourth seed. So I do want to say I hate that pick. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I thought we were going to have the same five, which was going to be annoying, but we don't because you threw a bad team in there. So that's good. Uh, I have the Suns at five for all the reasons you said. That's fair. Uh, yeah, uh, like I said, just really more, much more efficient on offense. And Chris Paul just doing Chris Paul things. Yeah, Chris Paul, good at basketball. Crazy to think. Um, so, I, now I need to ask. First off, what were the NBA writers thinking about when they put the fucking Utah Jazz at five? Well, did you catch what happened? No, they had the same exact five as me until they put in the Utah Jazz. Oh, you I did. read off the list and you read off my list. Like I was getting nervous. You're like, all right, Lakers won. I was like, all right, that's fine. Like, <laughs> the, the defending champs and they're five and two. You're mm-hmm. like Sixers, Clippers, Suns. And I was like, oh my God, they, they put out the same list as me. Then you got the Jazz. I was like, whew, I would <laughs> never put my the Jazz in my top five. Not a chance. They actually have the Pacers at eight who the week before they had at five. Pacers, uh, well... They since then they've only lost once. Their loss came when they were at five, correct? I don't know when they came out with these rankings, but if it's for this week, last week they lost to the Celtics. Uh, no, so they were four and two when these rankings came out. So they've won one game since this happened. Okay, all right, that's fair. So they they fell off a little bit. That's fair. So yeah, so I I pretty much had the same rankings as as the nba until they said the jazz and one other thing i guess we should touch on with these power rankings and the nba power rankings. so rudy gobert a member of utah jazz eddie's sworn enemy i hate that guy and also shaq's sworn enemy oh my. I'm, i don't i love shaq and i know i have a different opinion than a lot of people from what i've seen i love him talking shit about rudy gobert Probably because I don't like Rudy Gobert, but like Shaq just like I would put 40 and 15 on you 
on a nightly basis and then post a picture of him dunking a, a Photoshop picture of Shaquille O'Neal dunking on Rudy Gobert on his Instagram. I love Shaq so much. I love how insecure he is. I love how he hates every single player drafted after him. I love Shaquille O'Neal. See, I'm the exact opposite. I, I think we disagree on this one. I find it so corny that he's just any center who thrives in the NBA today. He just attacks. And I just don't get it because do we think people are going to say – maybe this spawns from the thing where people were naive enough to believe Draymond Green could guard Shaq, and ever since then <laughs> Shaq's just been on edge about making sure he has his respect. But I think people with common sense understand that Shaq, Shaq was really dominant. Like We don't need a Photoshop picture of Rudy, Rudy Gobert being dunked on by you to know that you were the most dominant center of all time. Like, we just don't need it. Yeah, I, I, that was one of the big arguments that people were making. It's like, Shaq, you don't need to tell us you dropped 40 and 15 on them. We know you're we, one of the best. We watched you do it. We watched you do it in NBA Finals games. You don't have to. You, you're one of the few better than Rudy Gobert. We're, we're talking about Steph to start the episode about how he has to solidify his legacy. Shaq's one of the few people who just never has to do it. It's solidified. It's stamped. You're one of the best centers of all time, Hall of Famer. No one's ever going to question you. You're the few people who can just coast. You never have to defend yourself. It's like you're bored, so you're defending yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's only one person that comes to mind that could ever, like, stop Shaq, and that's, like, quote-unquote, stop Shaq. That's Tim Duncan, who's probably a top-five player ever. And, and certified Hall of Famer. Easy Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Rudy Gobert... It is the Basketball Hall of Fame, so it'll probably get in just because he's won an award before. Rudy Gobert might not be a Hall of Famer. Sha Shaq doesn't need to talk about Rudy Gobert ever. No. And Rudy Gobert, zero rings. Zero NBA Finals appearances. So uh, Shaq has multiple rings on his fingers. He really just doesn't need the validation of being better than Rudy Gobert. We know. <laughs> we already know. It's, it was it was never up for debate. <laughs> it was. I saw a very funny tweet. It was, I hate... That because Rudy Gobert commented, he was just like, guys, there's no beef. It's just, it's all fun and games, whatever. And someone uh, tweeted, I hate that Shaq is making Rudy Gobert likable. Right. That is a good point. But my, my worst, it's always like that tweet is like, sad. My worst enemy made a great point or something <laughs> like that. That's how it feels. Yeah. But Rudy Gobert is in the, in the right in this situation. Uh. The absolute fucking worst. The Mr. COVID himself. But that, that was a good start for, for power rankings. I think a lot of the things we talked about in this episode got tied right into that power rankings right there. Yeah, no, I agree. I think we might need to, if anyone listens to Birds vs. Boys, we might need to steal Vince so we can get some uh, some hot takes in the power rankings one of these weeks. But uh, I think that's a solid five either way you look at it. If you ever want to know who the worst teams in the NBA are, we'll bring Vince on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we we don't know like pre-show what's about to happen when he said like he'll just kevin and i talk and we, we will let vince pop in and we don't know what he it's just off script we just let right. him go and we don't know what's coming and it's just hilarious it's very funny the the tiktokers love vince i love him but um, our our power rankings will definitely be on the on tiktok as well so follow us on there drunk off pnr Mm -hmm. and anything else for you we've got our hot takes and then we're out of here yeah i think not hot take but i do think i 
the Lakers will probably never drop below five on the unless something drastic happens, like LeBron and AD posted out a week and they go over five. I can't imagine them being off this list. I know. I can see a situation where the other four on both of our lists might not be in the top five anymore. I can't see that with the Lakers. I agree. And that's why I, I prefaced it at the beginning because I know the TikTok kids are going to be mad that some of these teams that aren't in the top five, they will obviously be closer to the top five as we go. But some of these teams, it, it's who has impressed and been the best thus far, not the five teams who will be left at the end. So we're not talking who's making the Eastern Conference Finals. The best teams thus far. So just keep that in mind. For sure. Now, to end the show, like every other episode we've had, every episode going forward, we have our hot takes you mentioned earlier. Um, I don't know how hot my take is this week. I think it's kind of being discussed right now, but there's a few names among this, and I know we haven't really... We gave our MVP, like preseason MVP guesses. Mm -hmm. I think... If obviously if he can keep it up is a pretty big thing to say because he's playing out of his mind. I think Jalen Brown will win most improved player. I could see that he fits that narrative. I'm a narrative guy, as you can tell. Yeah. yeah I was going yeah. back and forth between him and Julius Randle. I couldn't decide who, but after looking at the stats, I there's a bigger jump, in my opinion, for Brown uh than for Randall. The issue for Jalen Brown is the, the bar for the Knicks is set so low that any remote level of success that they obtain, it was a big deal today that they're four and three. So any remote level of success they have, Julius Randle will get credit and that narrative will fit. Oh, he must be most, most improved player because the Knicks are an absolute disaster this year. Yeah. Like if, if somehow, cause I, again, we're seven, eight games into the season. These tr like these things aren't gonna like the Raptors have one win. That's not gonna be how it is. Like the Raptors are going to make the playoffs. Things are eventually gonna even. I mean, if they don't get get it together, or we'll have a different story in a couple weeks. But I still think they'll make the playoffs. If the Knicks, if the Knicks make make the playoffs, Julius Randle will win that award. I still don't think they will though. I don't think that they will. But I'm glad that you alluded to the Raptors because that was where I was going with my take. I think it's come so full circle that my hot take is they will make the playoffs and with ease. I'm not saying skate in as an eight seed. I think the Toronto Raptors will be back in as a top six seed as they have been the past few years. They will not struggle to make the playoffs. They will just flat out be in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, if you, if that was your hot take two weeks ago, I would have said Aiden, that's not a take. They're one and five that saying the Raptors are going to make the playoffs is a hot take at this point. They've been the most alarming. What is going on team thus far? One in five Pascal Siakam has not looked like a star whatsoever. Talking about guys getting slandered since that's kind of been our theme. Yep. He has been, been getting major slander on the timeline this week. And these past few weeks since the season started, he got fined by the team and benched because he left the court early after he fouled out against the Sixers. He hasn't been impressive, and oh, but you kind of had to assume this. You know, we talked about it. They don't have a home right now. They're kind of just floating out there to start the season. So I kind of expected a slow start. I know they just have one win, but I think that they'll be fine. Yeah, I think the Raptors kind of fell into what the Celtics fell into, like this similar situations this offseason. 
Uh, Marcus and Serge Ibaka both left. That, those are big losses for Toronto. They played great minutes in regular season and playoffs. And then Siakam, I feel like he did last year too. He has not taken the steps that he was expected to take. And that is what is hindering this team. Because like with the Celtics, okay, they lost Gordon Hayward and Kemba's still hurt. And they signed Tristan Thompson and Jeff Teague, who I love, by the way. But Jason Tatum got better than he is was last year. Jalen Brown got better than he was last year. And they've done that every single year since being in the league. Since Kawhi's left, it has been Pascal Siakam has the keys to the kingdom. And he can't find the ignition. I agree. I, I totally agree. I think he's plateaued as a player. He's the perfect complement as a two guy. Mm-hmm. With when Kawhi was there, I just don't ever think he'll be that alpha. I think they're still a playoff team though because they are just better defensively than almost every team in the league. Team defense wise, they are some of the best. Like if you're a coach, you'd be like, okay, watch the Raptors. This is what we need to look like on defense. And they're just better defensively than so many teams in the league that they'll eventually figure it out. Yeah, I agree. Raptor. I still think I'll stand by what I said a week or two ago. Raptors are going to get home court. Four or five. Four or five. <laughs> One, I don't know about home court, but it'll be in that four or five. Minutes. I had them at four. I had them at four. Not that they, not that they even have a home court. So <laughs> again, they're playing. Maybe that's why they're so bad. They haven't seen their wives in a decade. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else tonight? I think we covered it all from slander to, to raising <laughs> some guys up to our first ever power rankings. I think we've hit everybody in the league and, and we even mix in some stats too. So mm. quite the full show tonight. Yeah. Big show for us. Uh, I don't have anything else. I think this is the one episode where I'm like, Hey, we, we might slander some guys, but we didn't say anything that might get us in trouble, which is a first first of probably not many's, but we'll see. We'll see where the, uh, where it takes us. Uh, I will say, follow the podcast on TikTok and on Instagram, Drunk Off PNR, where we'll be uploading clips and all that goodness on there. Uh, follow Aiden on Twitter. It's, I believe, Aiden underscore 34 underscore powers. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I had to make a new Twitter because Twitter fucking sucks. So my new Twitter is, um, I don't know what my new Twitter is. So I, how about this? How about just please follow us on the podcast, obviously. Leave five stars review. Oh, yeah. Also, write to Twitter and ask them why Eddie has lost his account. <laughs> yeah, make sure you tag at Twitter, at Twitter support, at Jack. Why did EJS underscore four get suspended? or what? I don't. They haven't talked to me, so I don't know what happened. They won't let me sign in, though, and I'm losing my mind. You're just like the Raptors. You have no home. You're just kind of floating out there right now. Oh, my God. And then, honestly, when you don't follow anyone and no one follows you on your new Twitter, Twitter's not as fun. It's just toxic. (laughs) It's not toxic and fun. Just toxic. I hate it here. You're just out there. Just out Uh, there. Just like the Raptors. But they will make the playoffs. Burner for Eddie. We'll be back. Burner for Eddie. There it is. I didn't even remember. Um, (laughs) Thank you for listening. Like Aiden said, follow the pod, rate five stars, review, all that good shit. Help me get my Twitter back. Thank you.